Good morning, everybody. It's bright and sunny out here in Colorado, uh, about 11, 19 a.m. on the East Coast, where Adam is, joined by the locally renowned, famous 106.7 voice, uh, Wizards expert. He has his own podcast. Um, you work at Podville, right? I'm at, we're at Odyssey now. Oh, no way. Good deal. Yeah. We'll get into that, too. Joined by Adam Epstein, also known as AWOD on the Junkies. You can go ahead and give yourself a brief intro, and then we'll jump into the Wizards here. Absolutely, man. You guys can hear me on weekends on 106.7 The Fan. I'll be hosting next Sunday from 9 a.m. to 12 noon, give you all NFL preview, talk Wizards, uh, maybe some soccer as well, and all that and more, bro. And you can follow me at AWOD Radio on social media. Awesome. So when you say soccer, you, you get into EPL and or you can do you get oh, into yeah. everything? Oh, yeah. I love it. I get into everything. EPL, Champions League, Bundesliga, a little bit of MLS. I'm disappointed DC United didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I'm a Chelsea fan, and so we just won 3 nothing today. We're nice. on fire. We might be the hottest team in the world. Good deal. All right, man, let's jump into these Wizards. So the coach, man, you know, he's the coach of – he's the son of a legend, but um, I feel like he definitely got this job on his own or earned it on his own merits. Um, what do you think of him and what he's brought to the team this season as far as um, just stepping up their, their defensive intensity and all that, just the overall change in atmosphere? It's a home run higher. It really is. I mean – uh, there's so many aspects of it. I love, uh, I love that he's the son of a legend. I love that he earned it. Uh, and you're seeing that. That's the number one thing I noticed is I feel like we're playing like the Denver Nuggets. I mean, <laughs> I, I've watched a lot of Nuggets basketball yeah. the last few years. It's ball movement. It's defense. It's uh, don't shoot the first open shot. Make sure you shoot the best open shot. And, yeah. and the, the biggest thing is that I've noticed is it's the right people shooting the right shots. You know, we're not having Ishmael and Howell Neto check up threes. <laughs> It's Kyle <laughs> Kuzma, it's Contavious Caldwell-Pope, it's Bradley Beal, Spencer Dinwiddie. We're making the extra pass, and they're taking shots in rhythm. Uh, and, and it, man, his offense, is it's night and day compared to Scott Brooks and his defense. Uh, I mean, the guys are hustling. I love it. Yeah, it's funny you say that about the offense. It, it does actually look like they're running a system this year, as opposed to Brooks. You know, you have Beal come down, take his shot. When Wall was here, Wall come down, do his thing. You know, just yeah. the, the, the hero ball as opposed to it looks like they've got a streamlined system. And I feel like that's uh, helping them on the defensive end as well, just more of a scheme. And as far as the defense goes, um, right now, they're number one in the league in three-point defense, and number five in overall defense. Um, what do you feel has been the biggest difference outside of coaching? Do you think personnel or just did, he, did West just bring that attitude? It's the attitude. It's the personnel. Uh, it's like defense in the NBA is all about hustle and effort. I mean, and, and also a big thing is uh, like personnel, like Gafford for a full season here. Uh, you know, that's an impact. Even when he's hasn't been healthy, Montrez Harrell, you bring in Montrez Harrell, that guy like speaks defense. You know, that's all yeah. he gets his points on offense. He does his thing, but really he's offensive rebounding, defensive rebounding and, and guarding his man. Uh, and my favorite thing about the defense this year is like, you've seen, West Unsell Jr. is vocal on the sidelines. Uh, yeah. The big thing I always talk about on my show is with Scott Brooks, the other team would go on a 10-0 run. He would sit down and say, <laughs> "Play, we'll play back into it. We got the stars. We'll run. We'll hit some threes. West Unsell Jr. is calling timeout after two straight buckets, and he's yelling at these guys and saying, yeah. get back on defense. And that's making a huge difference. Bradley Beal is scoring 10 last points this year, but he's playing better defense. And, um, I mean, that's huge. And West Unsell Jr. Huge. is, quote, I believe to the junkies was if we get one more stop every quarter, that's eight points a game. That's a huge difference. And 
it sounds like it's not that much, eight points, but the, that's what that's exactly what's happening. And those yeah. eight points are reflecting on the scoreboard at the end of the game. It's turning into W's. No doubt about it. Um, so, Brooke, well, I guess seeing your coach, seeing that he actually cares about defense, I'm sure makes a huge difference. And the personnel, too. Montreal is just bringing that energy. Um, I heard, you know, when Brooks was here, they spent like the five last five minutes of practice on defense. That's not going to get it done. And then he's showing during the games. He doesn't really doesn't, he's just trying to outscore people. And that, you know, that led to a sub 500 record during his time here. Um, yeah. Switching gears to the offense. Um, Bill has been in one and more out. thing. One more thing on yeah, the yeah. defense. Though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. The biggest thing that I've noticed, and, and, mm-hmm. and I'm sure everyone watching the game notices this. It's like the timeliness of the stops in the yeah. fourth quarter or at the yeah. end of regulation or at the end of the third quarter, we're getting stops that are, that is like stopping momentum. And then the stops are also leading to the offense where it's helping us get on fa- uh, fast break. West Sunset doesn't like us to run as much as Scott Brooks does. So it's important that we get those stops to set up good offense. Yeah, but they've got a whole lot more length on defense, too, with the Trez and his seven-foot-four wingspan, uh, Kuzma, his length. And then the backcourt of uh, Dinwiddie and Beal, that's more size than they've had, too. So all these things are just leading to a better, uh, just a better overall defensive game plan. Um, and then switching gears to the offense, Beal has been in and out. And I feel like uh, even with him missing some time there, they haven't really missed a beat. Um, this, these past two uh, games that they've lost, he, he played uh, in, in the second of the back-to-back, and then when he was out. But um, they still showed some intensity, even though they, they fell. And they've got the heat coming back up here. Uh, is that tonight? That's tonight. It is tonight. So yeah. they can get some revenge there. Um, what do you see tonight um, as far as – they've got them at home. So what do you think their chances are? I don't know if Hero is still out, um, but uh, I think Hero will be back, but Dinwiddie okay. will be back. Yeah. Hopefully, Gafford will be back, uh, and I, I think this is, uh, you know, it, I, I'll be honest with you, I hate this new thing by the NBA of doing home and away. They're trying <laughs> yeah. to bring a playoff atmosphere to the regular season. It's not working. The fans yeah. are sick and tired of seeing the same team. It's like, like I Jimmy Butler pissed me off two nights ago. Now I have to see him again. Like, damn it. <laughs> Uh, Bam Adebayo is a huge mismatch for Montrez Harrell. That's mm. the one thing that the first time I've seen him really struggle all season. Uh, yeah. Bam is just lengthy and he's got offensive moves. But I, I think we bounce back because of the addition of Dinwiddie. Uh, that was huge in the lineup. Uh, Aaron Holiday, who's been you know productive this season, only had mm. four points and Neto had zero. So if we can get some production from the point guard position, um, that's going to be huge. And on the offensive end, I, I just I just can't get enough of how many guys love to pass when they're open you know i mean shots that people would have shot last year but yeah. they know if i can swing it to a guy who's in rhythm waiting to shoot it that's yeah. going to go down and then denny obdi is making a couple shots here and there uh kispert made some shots last game and so we've just got we've got so many we're deep we're, we're not top heavy anymore relying on bradley Beal and russell westbrook to do all the scoring it, it's coming from all these different guys and i will say i don't think Look, we're 10 and five right now. Mm. I think we're going to be closer to 500 as we get towards the all-star break, but we got to take it 10 games at a time and, and just try to go six and four, seven and three uh, in those 10 games. And, and we'll stay in there because the Eastern conference, uh, I mean, it's looking different than anyone expected right now at the Heck start yeah. of the season. I mean, Sixers, Knicks, Hawks, Bucks are all below us, you know, the teams above us, uh, Chicago. I mean, nobody expected that. <laughs> Yeah, DeRozan has made such an impact there. Um, yeah. And then Busevich too. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I had some other things, and I'll circle back to those. But since you brought up 
um, how the East is looking this year. I'd like to go ahead and jump into that. Um, I'm sure the Sixers are going to make a move here at some point uh, to get rid of Simmons and, and bring a, bring in another key piece. Um, we've got you've got the Bulls. Um, I think tied with us or over us, um, and then the Nets are, of course, going to be there. Um, do you think the Wizards need to make a move in order to hang with these teams? Or do you think once they get fully healthy, they've got what it takes to make a run at the Eastern Conference Finals? I think we're, my, we're probably a year away from Eastern Conference Finals. I think yeah. we're a playoff team, and I think the move we make is to get healthy, like you yeah. said. I mean, Bertans, Rui, Thomas Bryant, those are three guys they can really make a difference. Heck yeah. Um, and, and man, if Rui, if Rui plays really well, we could sneak into an Eastern Conference Finals or at least a second round uh, of the playoffs. But those three guys need to be huge. And so I wouldn't say make a move. I would say, hey, this is the first season with West Nassau Jr. Make ourselves a destination uh, for guys that are trying to you know, revamp their career again. Similar Great to Spencer point. Dinwiddie. There was a lot of teams that wanted him this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams were too scared to take that shot because he was coming off an injury. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll see how he continues for the rest of the season, but he's been fun to watch. Yeah. And I loved him with the Nets. Uh, I used to rip my coworkers. We need to get this dude. We need to get, this. who was Denwood? I never heard of him. And uh, he was, so, he was kind of inconsistent there because they didn't use him the way he should have, but he was always such an aggressive scorer. And then his size helped him out on defense too. So I loved him picking him up. Um, just makes such a big difference with, with his size and aggressiveness. I uh, take some pressure off of Beal. Like you said, his scoring is down like 10 points a game, but the team is, is playing better. Um, and I think they were like 0-16 or 2-16 and 16 or something when, when Beal had to score over 40. So when he had all that pressure on his shoulders, it, it hurt him and the team. So just being more well-rounded. Um, you brought up a name in there in Kispert. He's been uh, a little off with this shot this year, but his form looks so good that I know once he just settles in, uh, he's going to be a deadly threat on the outside for them. Um, and then uh, Denny. Yeah, I'm a little worried about him. Yeah. I'm a little worried about Kispert. I need him to bulk up. Uh, too many times, yeah. I, I get it, he's a three-point shooter, but too many times he's gone to the basket and, like, pump faked, and they just ripped the ball away from him. Yeah. That can't happen in the NBA. Same with Denny Avdia, as, as great as he's been. He needs to bulk up, you know. Yeah. Uh, Rui needs to bulk up. Uh, these young guys, they come into the NBA – and Kispert was supposed to be the most NBA-ready player in the draft. I, I disagree. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, uh, he's not as athletic as a guy like Duncan Robinson. So he has to hit Shocking. those shots. Yeah. Or else, I mean, he's kind of lost on the court. He's had a few bad games this year already, and he's had mm-hmm. maybe one or two good games. Yeah, and then Denny, another guy you brought up there, and, and he definitely does need to bulk up to help his offensive game. But I think his defensive rating right now is number one on the team which is another shocker. Um, and that just shows that he just, he, even though he's a little slight right now, he's just bringing the effort on that end. And that again, gets back to coaching. I'm sure. Um, they're just getting that attitude yeah. on the team. Yeah. Um, I think it also goes to like the playing defense in the NBA is so stupid. Like the way they call <laughs> things and, yeah. and the way the offense, a lot of the, the offense, I mean, it's there for the offense to take it to you. When you look at Denny it's like, is he really playing that good a defense or was he just staying in front of Giannis and keeping his hands up and not fouling? Yeah. You know, cause some of the, like Giannis was putting himself in positions to shoot tough shots just cause Denny was keeping his hands up. And it's like around the NBA, it's like, that's all you got to do sometimes. And sometimes guys get over aggressive trying to reach or go for the big block and they foul you just stay in front, keep your hands yeah. up and then draw charges. Yeah. Especially when you've got a length like that guy. I mean, yeah. Right. He was he, the other night. He was standing in front of Butler on a few plays, but on one, uh, 
Kispert came over and got in his way and kind of set a screen for Butler and he scored. So that was kind of frustrating. But yeah. he, I can see that he's 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 picking it up on that end. So um, we've got a little bit of a West Coast swing coming up. Um, three games on the road out west. Um, I, I've been saying that talent has gotten them this far as far as their record, but the coaching will really be proven on the West Coast trip. Um, as far as far as that goes, how do you think they'll fare with these three games coming up? And then early, in early December, they've got a four-game swing. They're starting out here in Denver. So this is this is really going to tell the test. It's going to be the test of what this team really is. Yeah, so I'm looking at the schedule now. At New Orleans, that should be a win. Mm, yeah. At Oklahoma City, that should be a win. Oh, yeah. Then the two, the two teams in Texas, Dallas and San Antonio, those are going to be the tough parts of that road trip. But I think if you have momentum for the first two games, uh, you should be all right. New Orleans is a team that they should have beaten us earlier this season. We had that crazy comeback. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see how they are health-wise when we face them. Uh, Brandon Ingram is a monster. I have him on my fantasy team. So, yeah. I, like, I know he's going to go off. Um, but, man, it's just one of those things. I actually think the, the Wizards are now playing defense. Like, that's a given thing. Every game we're going to play defense. Yeah. we got to score more. Last two games, we've been under 100 points. Now it's looking at the offense and being like, hey, we got to hit these threes. You can't go four of 39 like we did against Charlotte. Uh, The ball movement's there. We're getting the right shots. Just got to hit them. We've gone through a bit of a cold streak. Harish wanted me to bring up something to you. He was uh, talking about Rui last night. And Rui's about to start training again uh, this coming week with the G League team. Um, He was saying with so much depth at the three spot, do you think they should look to move him? Um, coming off this injury. I, I don't, I, I love his talent. Um, early on, he kind of reminded me like of a young Kawhi uh, on both, in, both ends of the court. Um, do you think they should look into moving one of those pieces since they're so deep at that spot? No, but I, I think you, what you mentioned is good. Like he's going to play with the go-go and I think he's yeah. going to like, not just practice with them. I think he's going to play a few games <laughs> to try to get into shape. And yeah. I, I was talking about this on my show a little bit. Like, the G League is different this year. Like Lance Stephenson versus Brevin Knight the other night. Like the players <laughs> that were actually in the NBA and game changers. Like I loved Lance Stephenson yeah, for a few likewise. years in the NBA. And Motor I still guy. think he's got talent. Yeah. Uh, it's just a weird thing with the NBA now where like they give these younger guys a shot. And I, I believe me, I have so many things against the NBA. It's the reason I love college basketball. Like, mm-hmm. I can't stand how coaches – will just throw out the second five and they'll just say, our backups are better than your backups. Like they never do a combo anymore of like Beal with the backups. It, it rarely yeah. ever happens. Uh, and so because of that, you see guys get like kicked out of the league and then make it back because they play a different role on another team. For example, Gary Payton, the second, right. I, I the l- little glove. I saw him play personally. He played at against VCU in the NCAA tournament. Uh, his senior year, I went to that game. Mm-hmm. He killed us. I mean, he was everything. Let balling, shooting, dunking. And I was like, man, this guy's going to be a, so- a star. I thought he maybe rookie of the year. He did nothing. His first three years in the league, dash <laughs> yeah. round. Now the Warriors are like, hey, second unit, you can score. You know, you can defend. Uh, so anyway, with, that's a long way to say keep Rui. Let him play with the go-go and then work his way into the lineup. I would almost play him as a four rather than a three. Agreed. Uh, I'd like to play him, you know, play him a little higher up uh, and against more power forwards, and that way he could use his athleticism. Yeah, and that was more his role in college, too. Uh, he was playing more on the block than he has been in the league. He's been working on – in the league, he's been uh, developing th- the three in the mid-range shot. I'd like to see him more down low, too. Uh, he's got the game because he showed it in college, and uh, the NBA size-wise is not what it used to be. I think he can he can do some damage down there if they, if they gave him a shot. Um, yeah. 
uh, as far as um, we're going to take a break here real quick um, and jump back into this. We're going to take five and then come right back. Uh, thank you all for joining us. We'll be right back. And we're back. Um, still here with Adam Epstein. We're going to start jumping into some NFL, um, DC, other DC sports things that are going on. Um, first thing I want to touch on is uh, we've got the uh, Panthers coming up here for the Washington football team. Um, homecoming for Ron Rivera. Uh, Cam's getting back on the field. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in this game? I, you know, I've got some thoughts. I want to see what you think. I mean, I, I think Ron Rivera's legacy is on the line here in Washington. If he loses yeah. this game, there's going to be people not only calling for his job, but calling for it sooner than later. Uh, I think people are also going to say, hey, Ron Rivera, you're an idiot. You should have gone after Cam Newton. Quarterback's yep. still an issue in Washington. All that being said, I got Washington winning this game. I think this defense is different than it was at the beginning of the season. Even without Chase Young and, and Montez Sweat, uh, they're, they're playing better defense. They're getting off the field on third down. Taylor Heineke's kind of found something in this offense where he can run and scramble and pick up the first down when it's third and short. And he can also throw the, the medium routes, and hopefully we can get some running game from Antonio Gibson. That was key in the, the victory against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, so I'm saying playoffs, playoffs. There's a sweat for Washington. If we could just yeah. win this week and then beat Seattle, uh, I mean, things are open uh, with five division games to end the year. Yeah, man, their schedule coming up, even with Seattle, they don't strike the fear that they used to. I think they're definitely right. beatable. Um, this game, I think, is really their toughest test just because Ron Rivera is going back. That's a lot of pressure. Cam is getting back out there. I know he wants to show that he still has it. Um, I've never been a Cam guy, but I've always been a nostalgia guy. And even though it wasn't that long ago, I like seeing him going back. And I'm really interested to see what's going to happen in this game, how he's going to ball. Um, I put money on, on Washington, though. Um, I, like I said, I see it's just it's a must win. I think this can be the turning point in their season towards the playoffs, like you said. Um, I just I see I see I think they're going to get it done, and they're uh, plus three too. So I thought that was an easy uh, easy easy money there. Uh, hopefully that'll turn out. Um, yeah. Why aren't you a Cam guy? Is it because the drama he had in college when he got kicked out of Florida? And he's throwing laptops out the window, or is it from the NFL? I mean, all that stuff would be easy to jump on too, but really it's just strictly his play as a quarterback. Um, with my brother being a receiver, I, I looked at um, just the way quarterbacks played, and I thought he hung his receivers out to dry a lot. And I don't like mm -hmm. quarterbacks like that. Um, Tom Brady said the uh, the roughing, uh, the uh, intentional, the uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties um, when uh, defensive backs lay out receivers, they, that shouldn't even be a penalty because it's not on the DBs. It's on QBs to not throw receivers into those spots. So when I see QBs doing that, that yep. turned me off the cam big time um, because I wouldn't. That's a good point. That's good point, man. I yeah. see he loves to, he trusts his arm strength too yeah. often and he throws into tight windows. Yeah. And you're right, man. Some of his wide receivers get hit. And then yeah. a lot of them have been out for, out for seasons because of yeah. that, right? And I hate yeah. saying that, so that just turned me off to him. But like I said, I like to see I like to see him go back and succeed there, just not this week. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, for real. Karish, how you doing, man? I'm so sorry, Adam. Here he um, is. Here he is. <laughs> I, I don't know the laptop for some unknown reason. I have to use my wife's laptop. I I couldn't use mine. Hey, whatever but I, works, my man. wife finally. Yeah, I'm so so sorry for keeping you waiting. I do apologize. This is not our normal show, so please don't take it like we're kind of unprepared or, or any kind of snap. It's all good, man. I'm having a good time. Hey, Adam awesome. said he knows. I, I, he said he said he knows how this Zoom thing goes. It happens. 
Yeah. 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 It, no, this... I was producing during COVID. I was producing five shows a week all through Zoom for ESPN, Dang. The Undefeated. And sometimes, bro, I'll tell you, you ever heard of Bomani Jones? Yeah. Don't yeah. ask Bomani Jones to redo an interview. He, he will <laughs> scream at you. All right. That's a fact right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, like like, Baham- I'm not a big fan of Baham. I'm not a big fan of Bahami Jones, but I, I, <laughs> but I, but I can tell like he's not a very uh, he's, he's not a very easy individual to work with. Yeah. He said, "You want me to repeat what?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but but thank you. Sorry if if I cut in a little bit about Cam and stuff. I'll, I'll let you guys finish yeah. and I'll and, I, and I'll chime in. Let me let me grab my charger real quick so we can don't run out of time. Good, awesome. deal. Good deal. Yeah, we're gonna take a break while we get these technical issues sorted out. We'll be right back. And we're back. Um, we've got the technical issues sorted out. Sorry about that, guys. And Harish is going to jump in here with his thoughts on the upcoming game this weekend between Washington and Carolina. I'm so as we were recapping, um, Adam did say that if Washington does lose this game, it's going to be people are going to call for Ron's head. And I have to agree because at the end of the day, with Cam at quarterback, it's going to be a very dangerous Carolina offense. Um, you have to watch out for two things. I think they're going back to their old run and gun kind of offense where McCaffrey will go get his yards and then Cam was going to throw the ball in tight coverage. That's the only way we can win. But with Cam Newton at the helm back in Carolina, back with the coaches he knows, he can kind of dictate the game. And with the Washington's defense, the, the issue with that is now you don't have your edge rushers. You don't have Chase. You don't have Montez. And even the guy from Penn State, um, Shaka, without him, it's like we, we have no edge. Our linebackers, I mean, Jer- German Davis, I mean, I love him to death, but he's still a rookie. And Cam, knowing that he's a veteran, he's going to try to exploit that as much as he can. And if Ron doesn't come back and beat Carolina in Carolina, I, can, I, I, I don't want to hear the news for, for a week. I'm just not going to hear yeah. it because it's going to be really, really bad. But in my, in my humble opinion, they have to play the game like they play it against Tampa. They have to play a perfect game. Everything has to click. They can't be – they have to – if there's a turnover, they have to score. They have to score on their first drive. They have to score when they're, at, when they're in the red zone. They can't take field goals. If it does come to a kicking game, I do like Sly. He's – He's he's better than Blewett, a lot better than Blewett. If we had Blewett, I mean, if we had Sly in Denver, we would have won. Nah, I said that in our last podcast. Nah. Um, <laughs> that's, dude, like a field, that's six points. That's that's a six point swing. I'm kidding. The Broncos yeah, are trying. Well, it's more than six points. It's the momentum, dude. Yeah. And and I've I've been talking about this on my show. Like when you don't when you have a kicker that's missing field goals at the beginning of the season, it was Dustin Hopkins. I think the, there was a lot of confidence lost in the defense and on the offense. Yeah. Like when you miss a field goal in the middle of the game, it's demoralizing, right? Mm-hmm. It, it ruins all the momentum. It's so hard to bounce back. Then you got blew it. And it's like, oh, wow, he can hit a 52-yarder. And then everything he kicked got blocked. And right. you know the guys were thinking in the back of their head, screw this, let's go for it. Let's not mm-hmm. let him kick it. And then with Sly, man, I think there was a confidence level for the defense. It was like, hey, Let's get the ball back to them and just get to field goal range. A bunch of field goals will win the game. And so I feel the same way here. Let's just get to the red zone. If we get to the red zone, let's try to get in the end zone. But if we get to midfield, let's get to field goal range. Um, And I think a big thing for Washington is anytime Carolina scores, we got to go right back down the field. We can't let them score and then we go three and out. And then they've got momentum and their playbook is wide open. 
because uh, that's where they'll get us. Uh, but I think a big thing is if we just stop the run game, make Cam throw yeah. it on him. I mean, because he's, 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 he's got a laser arm, but a lot of times it gets tipped, you know, and then <laughs> that's, that's where we could have a game-changing turnover. we got to stop McCaffrey. Um, and then we, third and shorts are going to be difficult because I know they're going to, like, QB sneak and, and his big body, he's going to get those. So we got to get him to third and longs. It'd be really yeah. funny if we just stop one. If we just stop one QB sneak, I'll be like, you know what? Momentum has come our way, and we can probably – I think they're still high off the Tampa Bay game because, as you said, Adam, the momentum is coming. And I believe if, if they have that same mentality going into the Carolina game and not taking it for granted, saying that, hey, you know, we got to come here and play that game like we did against Tampa. Because Tampa is like maybe the gold standard, I think, for the season right now is because they played like – as well as they could play. I mean, they all facets were kick, clicking momentum shifted their way. And they kind of had that urgency to be like, you know what? We have to like beat Tom Brady. If they come in with that same kind of mentality, they can probably, they, they can pull out a win. And, and I have a feeling that they will. It's, it's that's just me being a homer. I always yeah. kind of, you know, if, if this were any other team uh, coming off that win, I'd be worried about a letdown game. But with it being mm-hmm. a home coming from Ron Rivera, with Cam getting back on the field, both teams are going to be hyped up to the peak. I mean, they're both going to be bringing it. Um, I think the, the Washington football team needs to bring the same um, defensive game plan that Miami showed against Baltimore. Stack the box, mm-hmm. put them all up there, go zero coverage, and, and make Cam beat you. He, this is his first game back. If, if he comes out there and beat you, they, I mean, give it to him. But I'm stacked. I'm putting everybody up to stop the run. So do you think that's a risk almost? I mean, like, I mean, you just just say, hey, just stack the box for the first, like, let's say a couple of plays. No, all game. All game. If Cam beats you, they deserve it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I would be worried about our (laughs) secondary throwing up some pass interference, like a game-changing 45-yard pass interference call on a third and long. That's what would worry me. Uh, but you know, I think you said it right, man. We have to play a perfect game. Like this team is not that good. We're missing Logan Thomas still. That's yeah. a huge part of the offense. We don't know what we're going to get from Curtis Samuel. I don't even know what's going on with Deami Brown. Uh, Cam Sims got a sighting last week, but he's been inconsistent this season. Our, honestly, our best player besides Terry McLaurin has been DeAndre Carter. Uh, yeah. so I'm saying, how the hell do we get him involved more, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, we really do have to play a perfect game. Uh, but I think it's possible. I think we can play a perfect game. We created um, – it was ugly against Tampa Bay. I wasn't a fan of that last 19-play drive. You know, we felt like, like take a deep shot or something, but it worked, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think we're going to get a lot of mixture of that uh, tomorrow. Do you feel that with Carolina's defense, which is pretty – like what, they're top five in the league, if I remember? Yeah, they're great. But, again, it's they've only played – it's because of who they've played. Uh, gotcha. They – Here's one thing I talked about on my show today. This is a crazy stat. Uh, it's destroyed Carolina this season. Look at it. They got killed by the Cowboys, killed by the Eagles, killed by the Giants. If we lose to them, yeah, fire Ron Rivera. Yeah. Are you kidding me? If the NFC East can beat them, we can beat them. Sure, We're the NFC least. You know what the funny thing is, Adam? When I was driving to Walmart, I, I was hearing your show when you were, when you were talking to – um. um Oh God! Why am I forgetting his name all of a sudden? When you're, when you're, um, uh, Logan Paulson. I, Logan Paulson, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, huh, that's not a, that's not a. I mean, it, it's a great stat because if your competitors in in your division can beat a team that's been struggling until Cam came there, and Cam just got. I mean, 
I'm gonna. I don't know if how true this. I think they got lucky. I think I think Arizona just said it's the Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton's back. Let's see if we can beat them without doing anything. Yeah, I mean, it was Colt McCoy. I mean, he came back down to earth. We know about Colt McCoy. You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not. I mean, in all honesty, I I think this is going to be a true test for Cam, like a, a really true test <laughs> for that Carolina team, because because in all honesty, I think our line can. I think our line is one of the. Like, it's not getting that much recognized, but. It's pretty. It's pretty decent. I mean, they could. They could stop that that defensive front. And my whole thing is, I'm an old school head. I like to run the ball. I mean, I, I don't see. What, I mean, I I understand Scott Turner's offensive kind of kind of scheme, but I think supposed to be run heavy. He's supposed to be run heavy. So. Right. So I just feel in this game, I think they need to go back to that run heavy because if you look at Gibson, he gets like five yards to carry almost. I mean, average-wise, five yards to carry. So, in my opinion, until they stop that five yards, keep running the ball, and then that's when Heineke's at his best, where the play action and, and, and the RPOs, where you can confuse the linebackers, confuse the secondary to get that the extra 10 yards if you need to. Because with Terry, they're going to double Terry. All game, they're going to yeah. double him this, in this game. And that's what I feel that, like, DeAndre Carter is going to have a huge, huge game this time, I think, because, A, if you can't do it on the kickoff, they probably – or put him in the slot. I mean, or – because my thing is you got Humphreys, and they're not using him, and they put a rookie in who fumbled the ball, which I was livid about. I thought I thought we lost the game. In all honesty, I thought we lost the game right there because when he fumbled that ball, I'm like – I was like, what, what's the point in hiring – getting Humphreys, signing him to an X amount of deal where he, where he can, he's a proven slot receiver, proven receiver, and then that – time that's where you need your players to step off and i and i'm gonna tell you i was like oh man i, I was about to use some four-letter words and i'm like this game is dunsky i was so angry yeah. but but they but but that shows the resilience of this team they don't stop playing and i think that tampa game as, as we stated before is going to come back and i think they're going to come here and they're going <clears> to <throat> win so what is your prediction to the score if you have not said so already yeah so i think what, what you're talking about with the running game I think first off, the the opponents at the beginning of the season screwed us because it mm. ruined our game plan. All right, the yeah. Chargers are a really good team. The Bills are a really good team. In both those games, there were times where we ran it on first down, lost a one yard. Landed ran it on second down, no yards. Third and twelve, and uh, Heineke threw an interception. You know, it's like that's why I felt like it ruined the game plan. Then for the next couple yeah. of games of the season, we kind of established it again against Tampa Bay. So hopefully, we can keep it going. But against Tampa Bay, he only averaged like 2.9 yards a carry. He had 24 rushes for 64 yards, but it was like we stuck with it. And then in the fourth quarter, they were tired, right? right? So I think that's the key is like start with it early. If it doesn't work, don't completely go away from it. Uh, We did some reverses and stuff, right? Dad's favorite play in the world when you run reverse. (laughs) And and, and like sometimes sometimes it's great. Sometimes you lose 10 yards. But um, so I think it's all about like – giving them different looks with runs, throw in Jarrett Patterson, throw, uh, throw in yeah. McKissick, right. Give them different looks and keep trying to run the ball and set up, set up like second and medium third and short mm-hmm. and, and keep the offense on the field. Uh, but here's what I will say. If Carolina beats Washington, it's not Cam Newton. I think PJ Washington, PJ, PJ Washington. What is it? PJ Walker, uh, PJ Walker, PJ, mm-hmm. PJ Walker. P.J. Walker would be the reason. I think he's going to be a big part of this game plan. I don't see Cam Newton taking more than 50% of his snaps. Wow. I think he's going to actually get in there a lot um, mm. because he's been their starting quarterback for probably the last three or four weeks. They're kind of yeah. used to him. 
And Cam Newton hasn't really fully developed the understanding of the playbook. So I mm. think there, there's going to be a part of the game where P.J. Walker leads a whole series down the field and, and maybe for a touchdown. And so that mm. would be how Carolina beats us, in my opinion. Uh, again, I'm not the biggest Cam Newton fan. So if he beats us, good yeah. tap, you know, hats <laughs> off to him. Uh, but I've got yeah. Washington winning, we'll say 17-13, low scoring. So you like the under then? Nice. I do, yeah. Yeah. 2017. Yeah, the 2017. thing with their, the thing with Carolina is uh, they've got an outstanding pass rusher and, and Burns. Um, so if if they can contain Heineken in the pocket, keep him from freelancing and making those type of plays, that's going to be also their recipe for success. Keep pounding on offense, which is their slogan. Keep pounding. That's why Cam uh, came back and he shouted that from the podium. Um, so that they're going to try to grind it out and try to win a low scoring game. So I like the under there too. That's a good call. Hmm. So we've got um, we've only got a couple of minutes left here on our on our on our time here. Um, I want to get into a couple of things, uh, not sports related, um, more related to like you know your your radio career. Um, you you said you you left left Podville. Now when when did, when did that uh, change happen? I thought you were still there without Oscar and those guys. So, no 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 no. So I got a great job right now with Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I'm a full time video producer for BetMGM tonight. Wow. Uh, so I'm part of this BetQL network. We're promoting sports gambling. So mm-hmm. you can watch it live on Twitch Monday through Friday from 7 to 11. And we're back. Um, we were just touching on uh, Adam's new uh, radio ventures here. We're going to get back into that and let him pick up where we left off. Yeah, so it's really cool. We're doing uh, BetMGM tonight live on Twitch and YouTube from 7 to 11 p.m. And uh, if you like, I, I'm really nerdy into video editing and stuff. And if you've ever watched ESPN, we're doing these crazy like bottom lines now and a right rail. And nice. so if you're a big sports gambler, like if they're talking about, you know, the the Hawks against the Bulls, I can pull up the live line on there, the scores, the total the player props. Uh, and it just makes a really cool viewing experience for people. Uh, so I'm having a really cool time for that. So I do the show live from 7 to 11. I cut all the highlights and we post it on Twitter and BetQL and all that. And so uh, the coolest thing about this is because you mentioned I work for Podville Media, which it's a startup. You know, it's a, nobody yeah. knows about the company. Right. It's, but now yeah. with Odyssey, it's like a huge name. We've got like Bet yeah. MGM tonight. We got freaking Jamie Foxx doing promos for us. Marshawn oh, wow. Lynch. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. And so just a step like, up. <laughs> it's a step up. And, it, and the coolest thing for me is like I was I've worked at I've worked at 106.7 for six years now part-time for most of it right it's my first time full-time and when I was doing videos for the junkies it was like it was great but the only people that were seeing them were people at 1067 mm-hmm. now anytime I do a video I got people in Dallas hitting me up that say they're with Odyssey and they want to use my video on their article like nice. I have people all across the country seeing my work it's like more more eyes on it and it, it makes me feel like hey there's room to grow here it's great yeah, awesome. man, you, you, you definitely get that exposure. You, yeah, and you paid your dues to earn this this too. So I couldn't be more yes. happy for you, and and what the future holds exactly. for you because it's, it's well deserved. And I, I respect your opinion on sports. Um, I respect your 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 broadcasting career. You're you're somebody I look up to, and that's why I was so excited to get you on the show in the first place. When, when you responded, I just that, like the smile on my face. You couldn't wipe it off for three days straight. <laughs> but uh, so this, yeah, yeah, I appreciate like, it, truly, man. I'll tell you, truly, it's an honor. I'll tell you this: anytime I anytime I see a request, I, I'm thinking in my mind, hey, there's a chance that I could make these guys fans for life. You know, so yeah. I'm all. Oh, I was already there. I was already we, there. So <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, 
Yeah, because when you were on the Junkies in the morning, we used to listen to you. And when when Dale was like, "Hey, I, I got I, I got Adam," I'm like, "Adam," I'm like, I was like, "No wow. way!" <laughs> I was like, and I, then I saw the Twitter feed. I'm like, "Whoa!" I was like, "This this is." I mean, it, it literally made our day. Like, I mean, we were it was like, it was like a rough week when we saw that. We're like, "This is <laughs> awesome!" Like somebody like Adam's caliber is actually want to come and talk on our podcast and talk sports. It was a it was it was a great great honor to have yeah, you yeah. right now and. And the last of the butt kissing here, I, you know, I, I've given you a little bit of my background and I, I'm not easily starstruck, but like I said, when I have somebody I look up to, um, get back up, reach back out to me, I, I just, I mean, man, it's, it's the best. So I really appreciate your time here. I, I couldn't uh, thank you more. Um, just honored, man. Like really, like seriously, thank you so much. Yeah. Man, no problem, man. I appreciate doing it. And I'm happy to do it again for sure later. Oh, yeah? if, if Washington wins this weekend, you might have to book me for next week. <laughs> nice. no, oh, man, I'll be on a high, dude. I'll be definitely. screaming about the Super Bowl. Uh, but yeah, man. <laughs> and Adam, I, I do want to apologize for um, not having the audio and everything set up earlier. It's yeah, just, we'll, we'll uh, get our stuff I, together. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, um, it's all good. Believe me, it's. I, I told you I've worked with this whole Zoom thing. It's it's changed the way it's like uh, nobody goes to the office anymore. You know, everyone's yeah. working from home. And so you yeah. just kind of have to work with it. But I will say doing a zoom recording podcast, it works. Like you can, yeah. like I've, I've done all the edits. You can, I mean, it records in good quality. You can edit out, you can add backgrounds and stuff. You, I mean, it, it's, it's pretty damn professional. Like my, my talking hat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to the logo. And while I'm and I brought my hat. You like there you go. Yeah. I love it. Look at this. I love it. Look at that. Postseason <laughs> 2019 World champion. World there you go. There you go. <laughs> first time wearing this one too. I brought it up for the special show. I had to break this yeah. one out. Yeah. Sorry. And you, I don't know, you guys know off. I went to um I went to a World Series game. I got one of uh, a listener uh bought, nah. bought me tickets and brought me. Yeah, it was the coolest thing. But we so Dang. we went to the uh salt line before the game. Uh-huh. We took mm-hmm. shots with Jason Worth. <laughs> <laughs> no and, then we, and then we lost because we lost all the home games yeah it was right. still like the greatest memory and nice. is he as silly as he looks or is he a good dude jason worth he's a great dude man yeah. I like like he was small talking with me about my nice. job and stuff i was like dude like you should be talking all the hot girls here yeah <laughs> he was he was cool he just likes fans man yeah he, awesome. see he That's looks unapproachable but I, that doesn't really surprise me he's, he's just a big teddy bear you wouldn't want to. It looks like the guy you wouldn't want to just walk up to. The, that big beard. No, he looks. He big looks beard. Yeah. yeah. So. No, you'd want to walk up to him and offer him a beer. You know. Nice. So that's how you do it. That's the secret, huh? Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Well, all right, we're Good we're gonna deal. go ahead and wrap this up. I, again, I, I thank you, Adam, for your time. I mean, you didn't have to. Sit, you didn't have to sit with us through all these these issues, but you did. And I, I just thank you so much. And again, I'm honored. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. And yeah. uh hope hope to hear you guys. You always welcome to call in on the weekends when I'm hosting, man. Yeah, oh, drop me a line. You got you got my number now. Send me a text. Say you're listening and you want to call in. I'll bump you to the front of the line, man. I'd love to nice. have a call. Thank you so much. That's Thanks, much man. appreciated, Adam. Much I appreciate, appreciate that. that. All right, yeah. we're gonna go ahead right, and wrap the show up here. Uh thank you all yeah. for listening. Uh we'll be back with some more. We'll probably do another show today. We'll see. Um, but yeah. thank you all again for, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Podcast talking hats out. And we are back. It's the Talking Hats, Dell and Harish. We're going to just sit here and, and chit-chat about just anything. I mean, anything might come up right now. We're just, we're really just talking. Um, y'all welcome to, to join us in this discussion. Um, we're both excited about the fact we just got a retweet from Adam. I mean, a, a tweet out from Adam. Shout out. 
So uh, if anybody from any of his listeners happen to you know hear that, please uh, hit us up, subscribe. You can call in. We record Saturday mornings. We'll we'll post our schedule on Twitter. So we welcome callers, um, please. Yep. Um, but we're just you know we're going to get into mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to touch subscribe. back on things. Yeah, subscribe. We're going to get back into things we talked about in the beginning of the interview with Adam as far as the Wizards go, and then just go from there. Yeah. Um, since I had a lot of technical difficulties, I couldn't join for the first segment of it. it and, and Adam, I'll tell you this. He, Adam Epstein, true, true professional. I mean, could not be nicer, couldn't be more understanding above and of beyond. the technical difficulties. Yeah, above and beyond, because not a lot of people – would have stayed on for the entire interview. They would have been like, you know what? You guys figure it out and don't ever call me again. I would I mean, have been salty. If it was me, I would have been. I'm just, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because the thing is, I, I just want to say to everybody on Adam, he's, he's out. He worked his, he did his bones in the industry. He worked his yeah. out. And I can see now why he is so beloved by everybody. Yeah. Like now. He's a great guy. Yeah, but a genuine guy. guy. King of Pamploma, drop that mic, King of uh-huh. Pamploma. <laughs> but I'll tell you this, um, when I did come and rejoin back in, I wanted to ask him about the Bradley Beal haircut because, yeah. yes, um, his grandma passed away, and, and, and it's a very traumatic time for him, and, and we can imagine what he's going through. But Dale and I are very superstitious when it comes to certain things, and we kind of noticed he cut his hair like Samson. And then all of a sudden, like they lost two games back to back. Could that could that be a reason? But you know, who knows? I mean, but I would say this: I didn't know this stat, Dale. But the the Wizards are the number one three point defending team in the league. That's right. That's something me and Adam touched on early on in the show. Um, number one three point defense, and then number five overall defense. And when you when you've got that three point defense on lock, that's going to help you win games. By itself, because the league the league now is just such a three point league. It's it's really three point based due to those analytics. Um, so having having that having the perimeter on lock is just gonna keep helping them win these games. Um, they're ten and five right now, and you know you don't expect that kind of run or you know over fifteen game stretches for the rest of the season. But if you can go over fifteen games, if you can go you know win seven eight of those over the rest of the season, you're gonna end up in a good spot. Yeah. So we can just hope that things keep playing out yeah. that way. And that perimeter defense is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. That And also, I also think that it, you're going to hit a snap. You can't win all games. Like, you know, this team is still gelling. I, I just feel that, like. Still getting we, healthy. I, yeah, they're still getting healthy. And Rui's still out. And that concerns me because. He's, um, he's due to start practicing with the go-go this coming week. So he should okay, be back soon. Good. So what I heard was when he was in the Olympics, when Japan lost, it, it, it hit him really, really hard. And I can see it because you're playing for your country. It's your nation. And he feels that like he let down his entire nation. He's only 22 years old. Like, he's very, very young. Like, I think he's 23, 24. And to shoulder that responsibility as a young man, time to get back up to speed. To like he needs to get healthy mentally first before he can come back and perform at a high level, just like he did the Olympics back with the Wizards. So with him coming back, right? Let's say he comes back in the next week or couple of weeks. Who is he going to start, or he's going to come off the bench? Because now you have to worry about case. Uh, you have to worry about um, um, 
energy guy. I was going to call him energy guy. because Trez? Yes, Trez. Or KCP. Uh, Trez. Oh. So, because Trez is like almost like coming off the bench, I had to give that boost. But now, with if Hachimura comes back, how are you? Are you going to come? Are you going to have more of a rotation with him starting in the five, or coming back off the bench with like like Danny? Because Danny's starting right now. So you take yeah, Danny with, out of the lineup with Rui. Um, initially, he's going to be coming off the bench because he has to get back up to speed. Um, with Harold, his role is a sixth man, so I want him. So he's he's been starting because the Gafford is hurt. Um, but I want Trez back in his role. He's more comfortable there. Um, he, he brings that energy with the second unit. I think that's important. Um, as far as uh, Rui, as the season goes on, and I looked into why he was out. Um, it just says personal reasons. So I don't know if I don't know if it's still a hangover from the Olympics. I, I have no idea what's going on. I'm, as far as I can tell, it wasn't an injury. So I don't I don't know right. what the full story is there. But so with it not being an injury, he should be able to get back on the court and, and back to the player, back to the level of player he was in a short time. Um, once he comes back, I, I think he slides into the fourth spot, um, which leaves Casey. Oh, really? I think so, KCP started the other night. Yes. I don't know if I want him starting, but at least he can shoot. Yeah. He, um, yeah. If you've got him, Ben Whitty and Bill, I mean. I mean, because Gafford, the thing is, he just has to control his fouls. Like if he controls his fouls, then he, he he's a at least a, he's a double double machine if he can control it. But I but he also needs to know how to strategically block shots, but n- and not like throw it out of bounds. Like back in the good old days when Hakeem used to block shots, he used to block it all the way through into the stands until he started. Okay, maybe I can block a shot and still keep the rebound for myself, and then pass it out. It's like an outlet pass. If he can get to that stage in his career, right, and he's young, young, and he's still young. I mean, he's still like in yeah. what early twenties, so yeah. he's going to learn that. Who's that? Gafford? If he, but if he, yeah, Gafford, yeah, I think he's mid-ish twenties. I'm not mid-ish, mid-ish sure. twenties, but he, but he's actually playing more and more now than he did in in, in Chicago. So, oh, yeah. so I just feel like if he can like get that to his repertoire in his game, I think he can be unstoppable. If he can control the fouls and, and strategically know how to block to get that rebound from the blocks and do like an outlet pass or just or just control it, he I mean, I think he'll be like the unstoppable center in the NBA because I don't think any other center besides Joker can probably go up with him toe to toe. Because he's physical. I mean, yeah, against the what? Um he kind of got taken to the house when they, when they played against Miami and against the thing, but it, it's going to happen. I mean, I mean, like it, it was a great center matchup back and forth, back and forth, but unfortunately the fouls kind of, kind of, kind of got to him and he had yeah. to go out of the game. But if you see it strategically, I like what, um, what Wes Unsel Jr. is doing. He, he's, even though he, people go out, they, you're still getting productivity from the, from like the third and fourth line. Like you're still getting productivity from them as well, the third and fourth lineups, and you're still getting like people who want to come in and actually want to produce. They said that the draft pick that they got, I think the guy's name is Ward or something. I don't remember. They say the people are saying that like he is kind of the steal of the draft for the Wizards. Hmm. So if he can improve his game, he can be another deadly aspect for us. Um, I but I want to say this on the Wizards. Um, they should have never let go Steve Buckhans and Phil Chenier. I can't stand. I mean, I understand. Um, um, like the commentators now. I mean, I have nothing against them. They're good. They're good guys. I think it's just that I just feel that the flow of the of the rapport is not there. Um, so it's it's really definitely not. 
And, 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 and like you said, like you said, you, nothing against the guys. I actually like Drew Gooden a lot. Um, yeah. They came out when he was playing. Uh, they played out here in Denver. I hung out with this dude in the club. We were all we all had a table um, mm. at the club. He called us over to his table. He was like, "Hey, y'all, nicest guy ever. Like, really great mm. dude. I, I love him as a person." But I honestly don't watch Wizards games like I used to, and I feel like it's because that broadcast is not the same. Yeah. I, I had a, a soft spot in my heart for Phil Chenier. Like every time I heard that dude talk, it's just like felt like a family member broadcasting. Like I, I love Phil Chenier and okay. Buck. I mean, I remember when he was back on, on Fox, uh, the newscast, yeah. <laughs> and doing those. And, and so when he, got, when he got the broadcasting job with the Wizards, like, it was, it was so familiar. Like, the, their mm-hmm. chemistry was excellent. It just flowed. Like, it was easy to watch it. It, it felt like I was, I was, you know, engulfed and encompassed within the atmosphere mm-hmm. of the game. I don't have that feeling with these two guys. And it's, not, it's nothing against them as people. It's just, it's just not there. Something is yeah, missing. It's like, it's like how we do our podcast, right? Like, we have this flow. If – we didn't have this flow. To, I'm going to tell everybody, we wouldn't have done this podcast. You know what I'm saying? You just have to find the right flow, the right kind of temperament. And with this, sometimes what I, what I want to do is I want to mute the TV and turn on the radio. And with um, Dave Gasler and um, who's, who, who's the uh, analysis guy? It's for, um, for, for the radio for the Wizards. Oh, uh, um, Consor, is he still doing it? Yeah, Glenn Consor is there. Yeah. Glenn Consor and the other guy. Th- those two should go to the TV and 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 Drew Gooden hey, and Glenn would be, go to the radio. I, I like listening to Glenn Consor. He he's funny at times and he knows the stuff. So I like listening yeah. to that dude. Yeah, and and I think they should. I think they should switch roles. I think the TV guys should go to the radio and the radio guy should go to the TV. And that way, I think you'll get more viewership as well, in my opinion, because it's all about views. I know we're not the only people that feel this way either. I know we're not. And I can't There's imagine no, yeah, their ratings there, there are up. Be. Not a chance. Not a chance. I, Even though I, the team I was good. Like, and now they're becoming good. Like You want a good broadcast for a good team. And, and, yeah. and the thing is... I like Kushner. I'm not saying nothing against him, but yeah. man, he needs to have a better catchphrase. Like he needs to like inject some life into like 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 when when his buck has like dagger. You like you know that's gonna be like you know that's game. You know yeah. that's game. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. It's your nerd. I'm sorry. I, I I went on a tangent because like I had to bring that up because with no, I'm with you. Like I said, 100. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, because with the Wizards actually now having, I think. I don't think they have the best record anymore because they lost two games back to back. They have probably. T- I think they're they- tied for first place. Let me confirm that. Yeah. I think they're tied with the Bulls. They're tied with the Bulls. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Um, oh no! Wow! Oh, where have I been? So well, the Nets are in first place with twelve and five. Heat right, eleven okay. and five. Bulls eleven and five. Wizards ten and five. Okay. And the Wizards have the Heat tonight. So. Are they playing them again? Back yeah. to back because they played them last time. Oh, okay. they're at home tonight. They're at home tonight. Okay, we should go. What time is- ah, man, like it's our uh, it, it's our anniversary, so yeah. so I don't think I'm going to go to the game with that. We have like we have to go to a friend's house for. Um, Raina wished y'all happy anniversary a week early. Yeah, I know. Like we 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 do it kind of differently than most people. Like we have because since our hectic schedules and we try to kind of snip in like we'll try to like spread it out. The, the events that's why i went to the caps game she surprised me with the caps game i surprised her with this so yesterday we went out to dinner shout out to season 52 up in tyson's always good food always great service 100 like i we, we've gone there so many times food is always par 
never, never let you down. That's just, you know, I like that. Um, hey, somebody from season 52 hit us up with, a, you know, some gift cards or something. We just gave you a shout out. So turn the favor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we will hopefully think. But uh, to get back to Adam's um, kind of analysis and thing, I am very surprised his knowledge of everything. Like he even he, he, he can he can teach a master class on a lot of things coming from the video aspect of it to us. And, and I learned a lot, but just by him, like he can, he just rolled off stats off his head. Like, I mean, that's not, that's not easy to do. I mean, I'm not, a, I mean, I'm a stat guy, but I can't remember stuff like that off my head if I don't read it beforehand. I yeah. mean, like it's very difficult. And that, and that game was like a week ago. So to, to, to memorize that and say, he only got 2.9 yards. I'm like, damn, 2.9 yards. I said average was five. I was like, okay, that's that's it. And he brought back. So we, as our infancy in our podcast, we're learning a lot just from that guest to be like, hey, you know, we have the content. We just need to like bring everything together, which we have. So as I always said, and I know it's a broken record. Please subscribe at the bottom right-hand corner. Click that little icon and subscribe and like and comment on all the videos that we do. Um, positive criticism, negative criticism. Just please let us know what you like, what you dislike, so we can help you guys as the our viewer audience to make the show better for you. Because you, at the end of the day, we're doing it for you guys. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be but doing the show. Note, whether we're gonna be doing the show, whether we have you know a following or not, we're just gonna be doing it because it's it, we we enjoy it. Um, so we're going to be doing it for you, yep. but we would appreciate the support. Um, that'll give us, you know, we're going to keep going, like I said, but it'll give us the drive to keep going if we see that we're reaching an audience yep. where, you know, and, and if y'all reach out and want, and want to join in on the podcast, if you, if you want to be a guest on the show, reach out. We'll talk to you. We'll Just give get us a us call. On. You can, yeah. Please. We'll give you the Zoom log and you can get on with us. We'll shoot the mm-hmm. shoot the stuff, as, as people say. I don't I don't curse, but you know what I mean. Um, yep. So yeah, shoot, shoot the dice. We can do whatever. Shoot the dice, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, that can be our catchphrase. Shoot the dice. Ca- copyright patented right now. Can't say anything <laughs> about it. Yeah, one thing, um, me and Adam were getting into. If you if you can pull up the Wizards' schedule, upcoming schedule, we were getting into this road, the West Coast road swings that are coming up. I don't want to get your thoughts on um, how you think they're going to fare mm. with their next with their with their West Coast road opponents. They've got um, so coming up like the first uh, leg of the, of the West Coast swing. They've got the Pelicans, which I mean, with Zion being out, that should be a win. But yeah. with Ingram, I mean, he's he's a freaking baller. And then they, I mean, outside of him, they're pretty much a G League team. But he can always uh, by himself keep you in game. So, but I'm I'm talking that out. I think that mm-hmm. should be a win. What do you? What are your thoughts on what they've got coming up with yeah. the West Coast games? So the West Coast games. So they're going to the West. So well, right Western now, Conference like, game, not, not West Coast, Western Conference. Conference. Yeah. So, well, the Heat, I mean, tonight's Heat game, I would say, like, I, I think they're going to win. I mean, I, the previous game, I just felt that it just, they were in it until the very end. And then, and then what didn't play. Yeah, I mean, they had a lot of people that were like injured or not playing because then when he's coming off an ACL, so they. Yeah, so he doesn't play back to back. Right. The Heat, uh, the Hornets, I would say, they have to win against the Hornets, man. I, I mean, man, that, for yeah. some reason, like, I like Hornets Mello, are good, like, though. But they are. I think, I think they'll do better than they did beforehand because yeah. they were at, they were in Charlotte, and Charlotte, like, 
I'm going to say this, and it may come off the wrong way, but I'm not saying it's going to. It, it sounds a lot meaner than it is. I think they're. I think the Hornets think that there's some. They're like the God's gift to basketball, the way they detente. And I'm not saying that like it's something bad or anything. It's just that you're up here. You just need to come back down a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying talking don't happen, but they do it a little bit too much for my liking because the Wizards are, are a sleeping giant. You do not want to wake that team up, and they woke them up that last game. They were pretty angry on how they played. And on the 22nd, watch out for a blowout. The Wizards they- may blow them out. The good thing about that game coming up is it won't be coming off a back-to-back, so they should have their full healthy roster out there yes. as far as Dinwiddie and Correct. Bill playing. So I'm, I'm definitely yes. – I think they can get that one. Like yeah. They I'll should. Say, I'll chalk that up to a W. Um, yeah. The Pelicans, I'll chalk that up to a W because they only have – with Zion and his um, – unfortunately, he he's not in shape. And with um, – with I mean, they do have a couple of players that I do like to see, but they don't have that firepower anymore. Um, they traded away everybody. So at the end of the day, who do they have? <laughs> I mean, they don't have um, they don't have somebody that can kind of pick up the slack. I'll chalk up to a win. The Thunder should be a win. Um, they don't. I mean, I, talk I about G I mean, League team. I can't. I couldn't name one player on their roster to be honest. Nope, me neither. <laughs> I mean, I I have no. I don't even know who the coach is. I have no idea who the coach is. <laughs> no clue. No clue. So I feel I, that should be like talking about sports. I should know that stuff. But it's the Thunder. But, I mean, I don't yeah, even feel bad about that. I, I feel because there was one. I, I, I was seeing this is relevant. So I was seeing an Instagram post, uh, like a short reel, and they were showing who the players were beforehand. And they're like, oh, you had Durant, Westbrook, Harden, um, um, Collison, um, this, this, this. And now Stephen Adams, have, Paul George. I mean, yeah, you had a team that could have won at least one championship in the year of those three. But with Scotty, now I kind of remember with Scotty Brooks playing, it's, I mean, coaching, it kind of shows that he's not a very good coach at all. No. No. <laughs> and um, I can't remember if it was an anonymous source or if the person actually put their name out there, but somebody called him out and said he doesn't game plan. Um, and then they said the last, he only spent the last five minutes of practice going over defense. So, like, when, when you don't game plan and you only do that, touching the defense that much, um, what do you expect as a result on the court? Tyler can only yeah. get you so far, but you have to have some kind of hand in the coaching and the scheme. And like Unsell, you can tell they have a scheme on both ends of the court. They have an identity. They didn't have that before. And right. we, we do only have about seven minutes left in the broadcast. So we can kind of run down some NFL games um, if you want to get into the schedule there. And even touch on I'll the caps just, or anything else we've got left. Yeah. And I'll, I'll give us a two-minute warning so we know we need, we need yeah. to wrap up. I'll go through, like, three more games for the West Coast Conference, uh-huh. the West Western Conference. So I'll say win against the Pelicans, win against the Thunder. They, they'll, they'll lose to the Mavericks. The Mavericks are a little bit – like they'll, they'll – it'll be a competitive game, but with um, – with with um, who's the point guard? Why am I forgetting his name? Doncic. Doncic, yeah. Doncic. He, he, he will um, – he may take that game over. It'll be, I'll put that as a loss. The Spurs, I'm going to say win because I, I like Greg Popovich, but at the same time, I don't like Greg Popovich. It's, it's, it's here nor there. I don't want to talk about it now. I but. know why you don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of his hair. It's because of his hair. <laughs> um, Timberwolves, they should win against the Timberwolves. Hey, they'll, they'll beat surprisingly the enough, 
And the Timberwolves are they have a lot of young talent. They so do. They're the youngest be, team in the aren't they the youngest team? Probably. That could be a tough game though. With, with Cat and Anthony Edwards. But yeah, I, they, oh, they yeah. should win. They should Towns win. Still on their that'd, team? that'd be a tough game. Who? Carl Anthony Towns is, is he still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat, yeah. Okay. Oh, and so D'Angelo uh, Russell too. Yeah. I'll put that as a win. I'm not going to change my. They thing. should win. They should. They should win. And then um, the nice game against the Cavs. Hey, the Cavs don't sleep sure. on the Cavs. Yeah, I, I, I kind of missed. I kind of took a step back when I saw how they played, and I was like, man, they, they're, they're pretty decent. So also that, yeah. that may be a loss. I'll put that as a loss because I mean it's a back to back almost. I mean it's a day's rest or two days rest, I would say, but still. That Timberwolves game may go into overtime. So depending on how that game turns out, if they ended in regulation, they'll win against the Cavaliers. But if they if they go into OT, they may they'll lose. I want to jump ahead a few games to um, the December thirteenth yeah. game against the Nuggets out here. Um, that's the day before my birthday. Um, I'm gonna I'll probably buy tickets for that game today. I definitely plan to go to that one um, because I don't have to work the next day for one thing. And then, I mean, it's my team coming to town, so I'll definitely go check that one out. I'll probably post some TikTok videos or something for y'all mm-hmm. to check out the experience of getting the ball arena. Um, people who don't live out here in Colorado, I know some some of our listeners might, but you know, we're 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 a bi coastal uh, podcast here, so um, yeah, I, you know, that, I think uh, that's definitely going to be a tough one. Um, what do you think about that loss. one? I'm going to say a loss, loss, man. You have to travel to Denver. And at the same time, playing in the high elevated thing, it's going to take a toll on them. And and if you look at it, they're playing in Utah on the 11th. So going to Utah to Denver is not that bad of a flight, but it is going to be a hard, um, it's going to be a hard stop. It's going to be a very difficult kind of thing. Um, But uh, I'll jump ahead to the Suns game. That's going to be kind of, uh, yeah, I I think. So I'm going to go ahead and, um, Rich's uh, computer restarted. Um, don't hold that against us. We had some technical difficulties this show. But I'm going to get him wrap it up. Um, it was a great show, in my opinion. We had a great guest, outstanding guest. It was a great time overall. I'm looking forward to getting back in touch with you all. We'll, we might do a show here um, maybe today, but if not, sometime during the week before our regular Saturday show. I'll get the schedule posted on Twitter. Again, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate the support. Um, and we're looking forward to the next show. Thanks, guys. Talking hats out.